Make this the best year ever with Read and Write. Getting a confident start to the new school year is important for every student, especially those with reading and writing difficulties, learning disabilities, or English as a second language. Whether on a PC, Mac, iPad, or mobile device, there's a Read and Write product to suit your needs. The Read and Write family of products can help your struggling reader or writer be more confident and more successful than ever. Read and Write Gold is text-to-speech software that provides tools for reading, writing, studying, and research, while students work within the common applications they use every day. Read and Write for Google provides support tools for Google Docs, PDFs and EPUBs in Chrome on PCs, Macs, and Chromebooks to make Google Apps for Education accessible. And iRead-Write makes reading easier and ensures accurate writing as students use their iPad for school, work, or leisure. Give students the support they need wherever and whenever with Read and Write. Try it today! To learn more about how Read and Write can help your struggling students, visit texthelp.com or call 1-888-248-0652. Again, that number is 1-888-248-0652. If you have students with IEPs, be sure to take advantage of the Read and Write Gold IEP Special. Hello and welcome to the AT Tips Cast, where we explore free or nearly free tools and strategies that educators can use to provide more options to all learners. I'm your host, Chris Bouguet. This is episode 143, recorded on February 26, 2015. At the time of this recording, my son is in fourth grade. Every month, his teacher assigns a book study project. So far, each month the teacher has selected a different genre of book for the students to examine. The packet that is sent home consists of the following elements. First, there's a worksheet of questions about the characters, plot, and other aspects of the story. Second, the student is asked to complete some sort of graphic organizer that sometimes relates to the questions on the worksheets and sometimes highlights aspects of the genre of the book. Third, the student is asked to create something at their discretion to illustrate that they've understood the book. The packet is always paper-based in case a student doesn't have access to a digital means at home to complete the project. The worksheet and graphic organizers, as you might expect, have lines or spaces where the students can handwrite their responses. These spaces are rarely long enough and large enough for my son to fit his responses. Although my son loves to read and usually really enjoys the books, completing these projects is not something he necessarily looks forward to. Since these projects are meant to be completed entirely at home with parent support, I've shown Tucker some cool ways to use technology to lessen the burden, increase the enjoyment, and make final products that have an impact on the world. What follows is an examination of the tools and strategies we use to complete each of these projects, which includes some former AT tips as well as some new ones. For each of the worksheets, we converted them into something digital. We've used different strategies different times to convert them. First, we took a picture of the worksheet. Then, we uploaded it into Google Drawing. Then, we made text boxes over each of the lines. Another time, we scanned the picture and converted it into a Word document using Read and Write by TextHelp. That's not a free solution, but it was a more slick one. As it converts the picture into a Word document, it uses OCR technology, that's optical character recognition, to optically recognize each of the characters. It does a decent enough job getting hung up on a few drawings or graphics embedded into the sheet, but for the most part, it works. 
it was easy enough to delete or correct any of those mistakes. Instead of answering the questions by typing first, Tucker recorded his voice and placed his audio recordings of his answers into the document. For this, we used a few different tools. Once, we used recordmp3.org. Another time, we used vocaroo.com, and for the last two times, we've used the voice note feature of Read and Write 11. To be clear, all of those tools only allow the user to record audio. They are not speech-to-text tools. Once Tucker recorded his answer, he'd insert the audio recording, or a link to that audio recording, into the file where the line was. Once he recorded every answer, all he had to do was go back and listen, one after another, and type in what he said. Using word prediction, he found that he completed the answers with minimal spelling errors. When I reviewed his work, I found the errors he made were in capitalization and punctuation, rather than spelling. Once the worksheets were completed, it was time to work on the graphic organizer. For these, we bounced between using inspiration, again, that's not a free tool, a table in MS Word that resembled a Foursquare template, and a similar table in Google Docs. Again, Tucker recorded each sentence using his voice. Then, he went back and typed in each sentence, one by one, into each cell of the graphic organizer. As for the fun multimedia project, well, I thought it might be better to look at each one of those individually. Month, October. Genre, realistic fiction. Book I selected, Frendel by Andrew Clements. For this project, Tucker used Toondoo.com to create a four-cell cartoon expressing four main scenes from the book. Toondoo.com, as you might remember, is a free comic strip generator. We discussed the plot of the story, talked about some of the important elements, decided upon four of them, and then discussed how those scenes might be represented pictorially. You can check out the cartoon at bit.ly slash That's bit.ly slash That's D-O-O. Month, November. Genre, mystery. Book I selected... Pleasing, The Ghost by Sharon Creech. For this project, Tucker used Glogster.com to create an interactive poster featuring digital pictures representing characters and artifacts from the story. Using the built-in search feature, Tucker located each of the pictures and then added text on top as labels. You can check out the Glog for yourself by going to bit.ly slash pleasingtheghostglog. That's bit.ly slash pleasingtheghostglog. Month, December. Genre, historical fiction. Book I selected, I Survived the Bombing of Pearl Harbor 1941 by Lauren Tarshish. For this project, Tucker used Dippity.com, a free online timeline generator to create an interactive timeline including digital images for key points of the story relevant to the historical event. He also clarified which parts of his retelling were facts based on what really happened and which aspects of the story were fictional embellishments. Tucker retold the story in chronological order. The site also allows for different views, so his teacher could view his project as a timeline, as sequential blocks of text called a list view, or as a multimedia slideshow known as a flipbook. Since posting the timeline live, it has been viewed over 140 times, and it has been very motivating for him to see how his work has been viewed that many times. You can check it all out for yourself by going to bit.ly slash pearlharbortimeline. That's bit.ly slash pearlharbortimeline. And let's call dippity.com AT tip number 460. Month, January, genre, Fantasy. Book I selected, Spirit Animals, Book 3, Blood Ties by Garth Nixon and Sean Williams. 
For this project, Tucker went back to his love of comics. This time, however, he used the free tool StoryboardThat.com. Tucker upped his game by creating a six-cell comic strip summarizing the major plot points. In this story, there were multiple characters, and Tucker practiced using different expressions to demonstrate the emotions occurring in the scenes. You can check out the comic by going to bit.ly slash sa3bt storyboard. That's bit.ly slash sa3bt storyboard. Let's call storyboardthat.com at attip461. Month, February. Genre, biography. Book I selected, Woodrow Wilson by Robert Greene. For his most recent project, Tucker found a picture of Woodrow Wilson online. Then, he uploaded it to blabberize.com. After that, he used the cutting tools to section out Mr. Wilson's lower jaw. Using the recording tool, Tucker recorded a message he wrote as if he was Woodrow Wilson. Then, Blabberize made an animation of the picture with President Wilson's jaw going up and down as if he was talking. You can check it out by going to bit.ly slash Woodrow Blabber. That's bit.ly slash Woodrow Blabber. And he did that all giggling the entire time. Hey, Dad? Yeah, Mags? What about me? Why don't you tell us what we did together? Okay, what project? The Heritage Dolls. Remember how we colored paper dolls and tell where we came from? You had us record our voices to tell about what we drew on our dolls. We talked about the clothes they were wearing and what countries our families came from. You should tell people all about that. Oh, that's a great idea, but why don't you tell people what we did? Well, we made a QR code. We used... Bakaroo to record our voices and generate the QR code. Then you printed them and taped them to our dolls. My teacher scanned mine with her phone and the whole class heard it. That's awesome. Before you go, want to tell everyone where I'll have the pictures and links to all the stuff we made? HETipsCast.com. Check it out now. Before signing off, I just wanted to thank everyone who attended the webinar I hosted for the Center for Technology and Disability. The webinar was free to the public, so you can watch the entire thing over at bit.ly slash ctdrw webinar recordings. Yeah, that whole thing was on free reading and writing strategies. Remember that the discussion forum, which is actually happening right now, follows the week of the webinar. So you can check that out over at bit.ly slash ctdrwforum. That's ctdrwforum. Please come over and participate in the discussion forum and check out that webinar. It was done in a fun Jeopardy-style format. We had a great time uh, asking the questions. People were participating in the chat and giving their answers. And it was just a really, uh, I thought, really good experience. So I hope you check out the webinar, and I hope you follow up with in the discussion forum afterwards. Until next time, may all your strategies be supportive, may all your interventions be inclusive, and may all your school projects be fun and engaging. <laughs>